This episode of Two Girls, One Pup was brought to you by listeners like you who support independent artists and by people who love puppies. Pups and dogs. Dogs. Male camp. Dogs. Puppies. Ooh. My guest today is comedian Kimberly Clark, who is not only really funny and is really hardworking, but she is the one who encouraged me to get this podcast started. So thank you to Kim. She's been seen on Lopez tonight all over Los Angeles and also has never had a dog ever. So we're going to talk about that coming up on this episode of Two Girls, One Pup. It's time for a pupcast. It's your host, Monique Madrid, here with Comet the Pup, who is so excited to be here. He is laying there like a lump on the log. He shows it on the inside. Excited to talk to Kimberly Clark in just a moment, but first things first, Kim wouldn't know this because she's never had a dog, but we have to go outside and walk our dog, and we have to make sure to clean up the poop because that's what a responsible dog owner does. And while we're there, let's meet some dogs in our neighborhood. Which one is yours? He's the black and tan. He's um, half doby and half, they said shepherd, but he's kind of small, so I don't know about the shepherd part. Also, aren't shepherds really, um, they need a lot of activity and brain stimulation? Well, apparently dobies are even more so, because I've owned German shepherds, Uh but this dog is just energy plus. Really? Never stops. I can bring him here for two hours, hour later at home he's ready to go yeah oh my god and how old is he about a year and a half oh well okay so hopefully that'll eventually taper off a little what's his name lucky lucky why that why'd you pick lucky well the people who had him Mm -hmm. because i've only had him like three months and they were they couldn't handle him and i was afraid they were going to put him to sleep oh so i said you know i was traveling in a motorhome Wow. And so I, about three months I had him and we traveled, but um, I thought, you know, it's not really fair to him. Yeah. Because every, every RV park, you have to keep him on a tight leash and, you know, it's just not a lot of fun for a dog. Right, right. So I, I thought, oh, I'll come back for a while, you know, so I'm going to be here for a year at least. So you moved back to L.A. or to Pasadena yeah. for your dog? Yeah. Aww. <laughs> Maybe he came into your life for a reason, and you're supposed to be here. Yeah. Uh, I, You know, I feel like I'm the lucky one. <laughs> so it's, he's been a lot of fun. You said you were just saying he's high comet. <laughs> oh, you got wow. scared of that one. Now, see, that's a full dopey, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, no. See, he wants to play with him. Yeah. But you were saying, because comet is not usually that social, although he's liking this dog. But um, you said Lucky's real social? Yeah. But he wants to play. Okay. You know, he's not, he doesn't want to sit and visit. Like, he, he goes with these big guys. Yeah. That's him there. And he stands, you know, they'll take him down, down to the ground, but he continues to, to play. He has such a long tongue. Yeah, because he's exhausted. <laughs> All the time, huh? I brought him here at 9 this morning yeah? for uh, over an hour, and now the, he's back again. Oh, my gosh. And he's been running here probably, I don't know for sure, but... 
probably at least a half an hour. You're a good pet owner. Well, it's it's cool because I don't live that far away. Oh, that's great. And I got a little a little place that's got a yard, so you know he's got at least that freedom. Yeah. Does he um does he does Lucky sleep in the bed with you? He does. <laughs> See, the place had no furniture, right? So okay. I'm gradually buying furniture. Right. But currently, I'm the mattress is on the floor. Sure. So it was inevitable. You know, first I said, no, get off. You know, no. But pretty soon he was up, and then he was up a little higher. <laughs> now he's like right there. <laughs> you, you do spoon at night, huh? Yeah. Hey, maybe you are the lucky one then. Yeah. <laughs> very, very true. Well, if he actually would stay put for me to meet him, I would say hi, but he's, he's too busy playing, yeah, running off some energy. He's like, I'm not here. I mean, a lot of these dogs don't get far away. You know, from their owners. Yeah. And they'll come back and check. He's yeah. like, nope. You know, <laughs> he'll needs... be here and then he'll be there and then he'll be there. He should be the spokes dog for like Red Bull Energy or something. <laughs> good, good point. Yeah, I think he would be good at that. Oh, it's very sweet. Very sweet. Kim. Hi. Hi. Um, you don't have a dog. I don't. I don't have a dog. And you, am I correct, you've never had a dog? Never had a dog. Well, if you count my neighbor's dog, Sheba. I think I've talked about Sheba. You did talk about Sheba a little. She was a poodle. But Mrs. Cryer's dog, Sheba. Sometimes she would come out and I'd play with her when I was a kid. <laughs> How do you feel about never having a dog in your life? You know what? It's one of those things. It's like if you... If you never had it, it's like kind of like I I know my life without it. You know what I mean? And I'm cool with it. <laughs> Have you had a cat? Oh, heavens no. Okay. I'm oh, scared of cats. Good. Just stay that way. And I don't think I could be a cat person. No. There's... It's just not happening. What do you think of dogs now? This is really because this podcast is all about people and their experiences with dogs. Yeah. And Pupcast. It's a Pupcast, yeah. We had the breakthrough <laughs> at your show, remember, when I, I held Dolce Vita. What kind of dog was that? A Pomeranian? That's right. Yeah, That's that was a wonderful moment. Like, I really, I felt comfortable. I was Because you like, held her. Uh, this was the first time you held a dog, right? No, I've held a dog, but it's been very, very <laughs> awkward, the times that I have. Like, just it just wasn't right. You wait. know how some people are awkward with babies? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, that's how I was. Okay, with- yeah, so wait, let's step back. First, I want to know about, um, tell me about this first time, that the last time that you held a dog. Talking about Dolce Vita at your show. The one before that, sorry. Oh, when friends would just like, okay, like I have this one friend, uh, she lives in New York now, but she used to live out here. She had a little tiny, I think he was a poodle, some kind of poodle named Jack and I used to call him Jerry Curl Jack because his hair was like real curly and whatnot so anyway (laughs) so she would like throw Jerry Curl Jack at me and it was just like really really like what am I doing like my shoulders were all tense and I'm like (laughs) what's going through your mind and Jerry Curl Jack is swarming like (laughs) she don't know what she doing oh yeah they feel your vibe yeah he totally felt my vibe he was like this is not your Lane Kim. Why would your friends throw a dog to you though? Is it that thing where they're like, no, no, you'll love him. Just they're trying them. to help me, I guess, be comfortable. But it's like, you know, that's not the way to do it. No. But that lady threw her dog at me. Yeah, at I don't remember show. how that happened at the show. I just remember next thing you she know. She was just like, here. <laughs> oh, because we <laughs> talked about how you didn't have a, a dog. Yeah, how I didn't have a dog and how I felt awkward holding dogs. What do you think was different about that dog? I don't know. I think Dolce Vita was chill. Maybe we knew each other in another life. Ooh, yeah. I don't know. But that dog she, is 
is a diva. I really liked her. Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't do a lot of moving. She was just like, <laughs> you know, we're going to let this happen. So that's we the kind of dog like you do together. like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to let this happen. Yeah. And she was just chill and I was chill. And I was like, okay, I get it. You know, I understand why people do So this. it wasn't just, I'm not uncomfortable. You felt feelings. I did. I felt feelings. I did, How Monique. Lovely. Wow. That's nice of you to point that out. I have to say, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but when I get really stressed about the show, which is a lot, (laughs) (laughs) I remind myself that beyond it being a cool, fun show, Mm -hmm. you walk away feeling better because there's dogs. You do. That's cool to be able to like... I tell people about your show too. First of all, they love the name. Well, I'll give that credit to Corey. Okay. I wanted, oh, you're the author oh, of that? I wanted to call it like nice. two girls and a wiener dog. Like I did not. Mm-mm. It was not good. And he was like, <laughs> you're an idiot. It's it's so catchy and just so <laughs> it gets an immediate reaction. People are like, I have to check that out. Well, I have to give you credit because the podcast would not be happening without you. You know what? I'm so glad you're doing it. You kept encouraging this me This is too. like much needed. Well, and now you're eating soup at my house. Delicious. It's very good. <laughs> this you, is the soup that hooked Corey. It is. Uh, mm-hmm. Our first, well, second date. I said, I'll bring you. You made soup for him on a second date? Well, we hit it off real fast. Yeah. <laughs> That's real fast. Yeah. You cooking on a second I guess date. So that was kind of weird. Yeah. Where'd you guys go on your first date? We, well, we performed together for a few weeks mm. first. We had met, done a couple shows together doing improv, mm-hmm. and then like closed a bar out after, closed the bar down after a show, like snuck off and kind of went to a bar or whatever. Oh, wow. And then, well, I don't know if we'll hear this, <laughs> I, but we didn't. Give us the G-rated version. I, he lived, we lived very far away from each other in Kansas City, like 45 minutes away. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we were drinking. You don't, it's not that we were drinking and driving, but I would drink less now probably. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, oh, it's really far to my house. Yours is so much closer. And I said, fine. Mm, trick. <laughs> so I was like, all right, fine. You can come to my house, but... You're a boy, so I have to say, don't expect anything. And he was like, okay. So nothing happened, but the second date happened pretty quickly. And I made him soup. And we watched American Idol. And he thought taco soup. What season was it? Ooh, great question. Clay Aikens? Oh, word. It was a long time ago. It was Clay Aikens. I think it, no, it was Ruben Stutter. Ruben Stutter and Clay. That, it was them, yeah. Yeah, because they were the last two. That's a long relationship. That's that's mm-hmm. deep. Yeah. I mean, it's not as deep as, like, having a moment with a dog while on stage. <laughs> now, did you have a dog then? No. Corey did, though. A little dog named Ted who kind of looked like a teddy bear puppy. Okay. Until the day he died. He always looked like a puppy. Aww. And then it took... Well, you... So, this is what I find interesting. You said you've never had a dog, so you don't really know what you're missing. It just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because I had a dog as a kid. But it took me... Seven years after Ted died to get Comet. Really? And I made so many dumb bets with Corey of like, if I get a bad driver's license, then can I have a picture, a, a puppy? And right, I would right, go right. to the, and try to get a bad driver's license at the DMV. That's funny. Just to win a puppy. Right. Apparently it was not bad enough. They, <laughs> they made me retake it. <laughs> I was like, I got away with it. And then they called me back and I had to take a new picture. So it was kind of bad, but not right. bad enough to win. Right, right. And I had that for four years and no puppy. Wow. So, but I knew I wanted one, but I don't think I knew. Like now, do you feel different? Do you want a dog now? 
I don't know if I'm ready for that. I don't know if I could do it. I just, it's just so many different things involved with having a dog. I just don't know. Like my, um, my friend Martin has a dog named Jackson. He's a big dog. I think he's part, God, I should text Martin to see what his dog is. He's part something and part something. Ooh, interesting breed. <laughs> I want to say part pit and something else. Anyways, Jackson had diarrhea mm-hmm. on our walk. And I know that's something that's Wait, normal. on your wall or walk? Walk. Not okay. my wall. Okay. Walk with walk. a K at the okay. end. Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I have a, I walk, watch a dog <laughs> who shits up trees sometimes. So Really? Yeah, his name's Duncan. We've talked about him a lot. Goes on the- upward? <laughs> like well, that? he like pushes his butt against the tree and like shits up the tree. Wow. That's, and again, I've wanted to take. talent. It's weird. Yeah. I want to take pictures, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so I just have to explain That's picture it. worthy, though. Yeah, maybe I will. Yeah. Maybe next time we have him. But Jackson had diarrhea, and I wasn't ready. Like, I never seen that happen. Okay, I have so many questions for you. (laughs) Someone who doesn't know things about dogs. (laughs) I was not ready. Go ahead. Okay. What's the weirdest thing to you about a dog? When you just look at a dog, what is weird? Because I have a guess what mine would be if I'd never seen a dog. You're kind of like a... I've not been around them enough. I mean, they're not like, oh, they're so foreign. I don't know. I'm just awkward about like um, maybe like intimate... Uh, Can we hold hands dealings? while we say this? Would that help? <laughs> dealings with dogs? Like, like I'm cool with like dogs around me or I'll pet a dog. Like I pet Comet okay. when, you know, he came darting towards us down the hall right. or whatever. Like that was cool. Like, I'm good with that, like, now, now, you know, but, like, in terms of, like, picking them up and snuggling and, like, all that, I don't, like, I just, I don't know. Does it make you uncomfortable or you think they won't like it? Are you afraid they'll bite you? What's your... Yeah, I Only don't want to be scratched I, or bitten or any of that. I put my face in front of, of every dog I meet. Do you really? Every, it's bad. It's You're a very so bad habit. And I ta- I ignore the human and I get all in there, and but I can't help it. You're so it's brave. really interesting to hear the other side. Yeah, I could never do that. Because of the fear of what it's going to do. Yeah, because they don't have the same equipment I have. You know, like I could get up in other humans' faces and <laughs> at least I know what I'm doing. I'm like, okay, we're... Mono e mono here. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, the right. Do you know what I mean? But you think in a fight, a dog would I'm win? I'm kind of like that with all wildlife, though. Uh, dogs aren't wildlife. I shouldn't say that. Well, but domesticated dogs are yeah. not wildlife. Yeah. But just any species that's not human species. I'm kind of like that. Except fish. <laughs> <Cut all. laughs> I could get in, I could get all in a fish's face. <laughs> okay, I have no problems with fish. Oh, I could now. I just picture you cuddling Nemo <laughs> and cuddling up to a goldfish. <laughs> um, you probably have the more correct, respectful view yeah. of animals, though. Yeah, because I get really annoyed. I get, I get really annoyed when kids are walking with their parents and the kid just goes and starts petting my dog and yeah. doesn't ask. Because comments fine, but you should teach your kids to make sure this dog is cool. Right, exactly. And, you, and I don't do, I mean, I feel like I read dogs' body languages pretty well. Okay. Not like a whisperer, but like, you know, if, it, <laughs> if a dog's You're halfway wagging to a or, whisperer. 
I'm like a hush. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I mean, I do click with dogs. You don't like it when kids like start petting Comet. They just need to ask first because yeah. it's a good habit for them. When we first got him, we were fostering him. We ran into some friends at a park, and this is not their fault because this dog was a, this baby was a baby baby. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Oh, is Comet good with with babies?" And we're like, "Oh, I don't know." And we look over, and the kid had to be like nine months old, under a year, had his mm-hmm. fingers in Comet's mouth, and Shut Comet just up. was like, oh, hey, "What's going on?" Like, and he's pushed against his teeth, but Comet doesn't care less. Wow. But not all dogs are like that. Right, right. And if your right. kid doesn't know that, not the nine-month-old, but... But, yeah, they can get hurt. Yeah. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. That's really scary. I try to but... respect when you see that... Haven't you ever seen dogs that say, like, I'm working, don't pet me? <laughs> so I try to respect that. I don't get in their faces. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and you're are you referring to service animals when you say that? Do I say what? Are you referring to service yeah. animals when you say that? Yeah. I'm working, don't pet me. Sometimes their little saddles or leash mm-hmm. things will say that. Or they're, they're supposed to be... I didn't know this much about dogs until... You came out here. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> okay. really didn't. I mean, I liked my dog, but I've turned into... It gets deep out here. Man, right? Mm-hmm. You're from... Syracuse. What's the dog culture like out there? I mean, you know... I, I, I kind of feel like, though, it's kind of cross-country now. Like, I think more and more people everywhere are getting more into, like, having their pets and doing special things with their pets and stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's not like it is out here. Like, I don't remember doggy hotels in Syracuse or anything <laughs> right. like that. But, yeah, you know. It is pretty crazy. But the service animal thing is interesting to me because I, I work in a museum and, like, a lot of people – um bring in service pets oh yeah and it's like you're not allowed to be like well let me see your service papers you know what i mean like if somebody says this is a service animal then you kind of have to take their word for it can you tell when you're like you're full of shit your dog is not sometimes i feel that way but then there's like the emotional therapy dogs and stuff like that so i mean you never know yeah and an emotional therapy dog can be any dog Comet was an emotional therapy dog for me the first year I moved here. Oh, really? Well, I never felt, I'll be honest, I probably would have asked my therapist to just make him one anyways. Right, right. But it was really clear how much he was actually helping me out. So when he was like, oh, yeah, this dog is clearly emotionally helping you. I was like, oh. Right, right. I didn't have to lie. Okay. Right. It's not just like getting your weed card. Like, it actually. Right. It was true. Yeah, but I didn't think of it that way until after. Right. Um, I think it's not anymore, but I just, mm-hmm. I just take, I feel like when you just walk in with your dog confidently, people don't say anything. No, usually they don't. And then that's, again, where the idea of the show came from, because mm-hmm. your dog's mm-hmm. everywhere. Yes. Have you ever had a, have you ever been afraid of dogs? Of course. I mean, I think I had like a relative in New Jersey that had a dog, and I remember getting nicked on the finger. Like, he didn't really like chomp down and bite yeah. me, but he like nicked me. It's like little stuff like that that just kind of so tell me and then shocked me. Yeah, but it sounds and like left an imprint. You I, know what I mean? I think I'm probably making a bigger deal. You feel of, like I'm yeah. scarred. You feel like I'm scarred. Yeah, huh? and you're kind of. I think you're more <laughs> you're like, like no, I help just you. You're scarred. Yeah, <laughs> I do because I feel like it's so bizarre to me that someone's not had a dog. Really? And I feel like a jerk now for saying that. No, my mother, though, is very particular. That's another thing, too, because I think my dad wanted a dog oh. um, at some point. 
And she was kind of like, no. So the only pets that we've ever had, and they had a bird named Charlie. This was before I was born. And she said Charlie smelled. And so she put Charlie in the, um, this is going to be a terrible story. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't wait. She <laughs> she put Charlie on the porch in the wintertime. Oh, and Charlie no. froze. Oh. So sad. So that's the kind of. Mother, I. <laughs> um, Look at Sam's face. I'm sorry. <laughs> my mom's a nice person, but she's just. My mom cooked a, a frog of mine on oh, the no. porch. Not cooked it, but like sat it in a jar on the porch because it grossed her out, and then it oh, baked in the sun. Okay. So we got same. Yeah, we're the same idea, kind of, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Damn. I think that's. I'm sure. Was when, it a frog you caught? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we would go to. We not saying no, undomestic frog is better than we a would domestic have, one. Well, let's <laughs> be PC about our frog. I don't know how many people go to the pet store and get frogs. They're they have like the exotic frogs. I guess it. Well, sure, it was not that They're kind. Like bright orange. And, yeah, know. no, no, it was like a toad, basically something okay, that we found at the creek. Okay, the creek. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We would go to the creek. Who were you like, Pippi Longstocking? Oh, go down I at wish. The creek. Oh, that's like the best. Catching toads and fireflies. Mm -hmm. I liked how she. <laughs> I watch those Pippi Longstocking movies. They're great. They are so I good. enjoyed them. I wanted to be friends with her. What's, yeah, what's your, I don't know. This is the part I don't know about you. Okay. I know a little about you. Okay. You're from Syracuse. From Syracuse. How big of, tell me about your family. Um, I have two sisters and a brother. They're right. all older than me. Okay. By a lot? Yeah, they were like teenagers when I was born. Mm. My brother was almost a teenager. Oh, wow. Um, everybody's married. Um, my oldest sister has kids. My brother has kids. One of my sisters does not have kids. Do you feel like you grew up more as an only child or like the spoiled baby who got everything? The spoiled baby. <laughs> um, my version is... As an older sibling, I will state now that it's wrong, but go well, ahead. Well, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> my parents came out of retirement to have me. You know Aww. what I mean? Out of parental retirement is what I mean. Oh. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> not really work old. retirement, parental retirement. Because, you know, these they had kids that were like halfway out the house, and then all of a sudden, you know, I pop out. Yeah. So, and I don't know if that was like failure of birth control or what, but, you know, I'm here. You never asked? I've made jokes about it, but I never really wanted a definitive answer, yeah, to be honest that's with a good you. Point. I'm like, I'm here, so I might as well just chill, whatever. Everybody's cool with it, I guess. I didn't get, they didn't get rid of me. <laughs> right. I could have been right. terminated. Anyway, <laughs> but um, was I spoiled? I guess in some aspects, yeah, but um, I wasn't spoiled rotten. I was very considerate. I think... Um, Having older siblings was kind of like having junior parents, yeah, too. Because yeah. they were, like, taking care of me, and I was around a lot of older people. I didn't really have a first word. I had a first sentence. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, I right. was that kid. Right. Yeah. Well, and also, I'm sure by your last child, you're like, this doesn't matter. Like, they're going to be fine. Yeah. Just like how you're stricter with your firstborn. Yeah, my mother took a lot of naps. She was <laughs> tired, too. You know, she, oh, yeah. she was, like, 40 having me, and it was like... I just remember her being asleep a lot. Which <laughs> was fine. I mean, she was awake for most of her. It's got to be parenting, yeah, of but course. she was asleep for a lot of it too. Yeah. 
So it's all good. And at what point? Okay, so you grew up in Syracuse, and mm. how? What's your journey that got you here? Did you um, always want to do comedy? Like, what's your? Uh, I always wanted to go into show business. I think. I mean, I majored in broadcast journalism in college. You know, thinking, oh, I'm gonna be a news reporter. Yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> you know. Did you intern at any of the news stations? I did. I interned at a local station in Syracuse called WTVH Five. It was a CBS affiliate. Ooh, shout out! I wrote a few uh, promos for like um, reruns of the Cosby Show. I think I remember doing that. Maybe. Oh, that's cool. That was fun. Yeah. But that had to do with entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. And and I was more drawn to the more creative stuff versus, you know, the hard news. Like, I wasn't really into that. (laughs) Is your family, are they, is it a entertaining family i don't that's not the right way to ask it entertainment family no like (laughs) are they fun and funny are they artistic that's more the question yeah my um dad well actually i'm from a very religious family my dad was a pastor of a church oh what kind of church maybe i usually don't really talk about it but (laughs) i don't um Church of God in Christ is like Pentecostal okay. type. I grew church. up in evangelical Christian home. Okay, so same my real, idea. It's real close. Oh, okay. That's why. I, oh, that's we more have the gas conversations we, about this. We really do. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It'll it'll be a off mic though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of it I'm still sorting through. Even all these years of like, huh, and me too. And that's okay. Yeah. Pluses and minuses. I'll just say yeah. that. Yeah. I'll say minuses and. <laughs> you said the minuses. Was, yeah, yeah. You know what though? Every experience is a good experience. Though, be well, I won't say good, but every experience is an important experience because you won't be who you are. Very true. Today, if it weren't for that, that's very, very true. And I think my repressed childhood uh, fostered my creativity, and I think it fostered um, the creativity of my siblings. Like my second oldest sister, she is a college professor, and. Mm. She's very artistic. She draws and she's a writer and stuff like that. You know, my oldest sister, she's a nurse, you know. She's very much active in the church. And yeah. then my brother is pretty active in the church too. He does um he's a transmission rebuilder, but he does like what you call it? What do you call those things? Where he goes around talking about transmissions. Oh to people like um, seminars. He does transmission seminars? Oh, honey, there is so much money in transmissions. Let yours break down and you'll see. Another thing you and I have in common. What is it? I used to date a guy that worked in a transmission shop. Really? Mm -hmm. Which is how I know how often they cheat you. And I don't mean the boyfriend. I mean, like, at the transmission. Oh, my. I was here. They would talk about it. Yeah. In front of me. Yeah. And that's just how business was done. Yeah. That's why when that mechanic quoted me that craziness today i just looked at him and like you a lie just <laughs> i didn't say that out loud i shouldn't be that it. bad right i don't think so not that much money i mean my car has other issues too but still <laughs> I, I just walked away yeah good i feel like you can always as we talked about all my stuff in here coming from thrift stores and yeah ross and like yeah. you can always find good deals well my car was used too like i've had it for about five years okay. this is 2002 so knock on wood i'm not trying to get another car can i take another bite of this please, please? you can eat this it's I, so good thank you well let me we're gonna wrap up here in a minute you can keep it so soon i know am i boring no but i do have some more dog questions for you okay good 
Well, I want to know more about this Sheba. Sheba? Yeah. The little... Sheba was a gray poodle. My neighbor, Mrs. Cryer, that lived across the street. It was her dog. And basically, Sheba was really my first experience with a dog and, like, petting a dog and playing with a dog. And I love Sheba because Sheba, when she would go, you know, to get her hair cut or whatever, she always had the little pink bows yeah. in her hair. <laughs> and the pink and the gray look so good together. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Sheba is so sharp and cute. <laughs> and I remember... um if you held up her treats, she would jump up and eat them out of your hand and stuff. Would you go to her yard or would she come to yours? I would go to her you house. Would to, okay. She never came to, to across okay. the street. I, I don't know, know what if kind my of mother neighbor- would have let that happen. Yeah, I didn't know what kind of neighbor you had or if you were just the neighborhood kid that would be like, can I play with your dog? No, Mrs. Cryer was cool. We lived in a dead end. Okay. So she was like the house across the dead end. So I would go over there. Do you picture ever getting a dog again or someday? I don't know. I don't know if I could do it. What do you feel your life? There's no pressure. You don't have to ever want I feel like you're pressuring me. I'm just curious. (laughs) How do you think you're, because I do have a good friend who has a dog now that never thought she could have one and thought she had no time and was too busy. Really? I feel like you're speaking something into my life and it's going to happen now. Well, I do have this fortune cookie here. (laughs) Let's see what it says inside. (laughs) But if you did have one, what do you think would change? I don't, I mean, I guess it's like having a kid too, you know, it's like your, your time and, you know, just the whole consideration part of someone else. I have had dreams of having a dog actually. Really? I had a couple of weird dog dreams. How did we not lead with this? I know. <laughs> this is important Because it's stuff. now just now coming back to me. So? I had this one dream, though, that I had a dog and I had locked it in the closet, though. That's not good. Oh, that sounds like... <laughs> like, very mommy dearest. Oh, no. Yeah. Mad? Like, you locked it mad in the closet? No, it wasn't a mad lock-in, but it was like, I don't know why I locked it in, but I Were did. you panicking once it was locked in? Like, you were trying to get it out? I don't remember panic in the dream. I just remember... Having had locked a dog in the closet. Well, it could mean, (laughs) here's my diagnosis. Okay. So much experience here. I will say, as a kid in an evangelical church, I used to have dreams, and I would tell them in front of all of our church. Are you serious? 100%. They thought I was going to be a prophet. Not a joke. Wow. (laughs) But. You probably are, though. Oh, I don't know about that. Anyways, Monique Jeremiah. (laughs) (laughs) I think your dream (laughs) either is clearly uh, you're pushing away something or you're scared or you're locking that side of you away. Yeah. Or you're going to have a gay dog. Which is not a bad thing. We have a gay dog. He's out though, but. It's Comet gay. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Oh, yeah. He's, okay. he's very Go gay. ahead, Comet. He's an old queen right at this point in his life. It's <laughs> <laughs> very clear that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's pretty great, actually. Yeah. It makes me realize, like, oh, I'm totally fine with that. Because I really think he's... Now that you say it, I can see, see Comet being gay. Mm-hmm. You would really see it when he's licking another dog's penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know. That's, That's the, the obvious. And he ignores female dogs. He'll be like... Snip him for a second, be like, no, That's it. just kind of annoyed and walks away. Hilarious. And, um, but we, one of the first times we took him to 
some friends of ours, they have a dog. He's just the right height. Then mm-hmm. he slides under the dog mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. tilts his head up and just licks away. Just Hilarious. <laughs> and all we were at this dinner party and we were all like, oh, come, dogs, come on. Like it was going on for a very, very long time. Carmen was having a good time. Yeah. Right in front of y'all. He had no qualms about it. He's out. <laughs> so maybe your, do- your dream means that. Maybe. What's the other one you had? I don't know. I had another dream where there was a white dog and a black dog, and one of the dogs, they were like hopping like kangaroos. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, I know exactly what that means. I'm no. sure you do, <laughs> Prophet <laughs> Monique Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we now signing off. This has been Two Why? Girls, One Pup by Monique Jeremiah. We're just getting warmed up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, I don't. I will say I've only had. So Comet's the first dog I had as a, an adult. Okay. Uh, and it's very different than having one as a kid. Mm-hmm. And when he, when Corey, it's a long story, but. When I first moved to LA, he wasn't with me for the first like four and a half, five months. Okay. So I had Comet by myself and it was really overwhelming. Yeah. It was a lot of work. Yeah. Now maybe I, I'm sure I try to spend more time with him that he actually needs. Do you think it's different for a dog having like a two parent uh, household versus being a single parent? Because my friend Martin really goes through it with Jackson sometimes. And I'm like, yeah, I feel like you might need help. Well, I mean, he doesn't – I have friends that we, – we dog sit a lot. You do? Okay. One is just because it's a weird um, – we've talked about Duncan and Red on, on here before, but mm-hmm. I just – we watch them from time to time, and long story short, there are little buddies that come over a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. And then also there are six other apartment units in this building mm-hmm. of friends of ours that we kind of know from Chicago. They're in the comedy community. and Okay. So we kind of all take care of each other's dogs when needed so that none of us have to – pay a walker okay so weirdly i know intimately all these different dogs which again is not the kind of life i've ever had Mm -hmm. but now i really i could tell you all their personalities and you could tell like if someone it's just them if they have to run if they have to work all day if they're out of town yeah and the dog is like home all day and then they get home and then it's like and it's tiring you don't you know you don't you probably would i would do shorter walks at times or sometimes you don't have the energy i can you know, be like, Corey, just play with them for 10 minutes while I do whatever. Because they do need attention to be yeah, happy. and totally. So it is a lot of work. Oh, that's a good point, what Corey said. We do relate to him differently. Okay. Like, if he So need, who, are, who are you? Um, He cuddles with me more. Okay. Yeah, you can keep eating soup. So you're the more nurturing type. Well, I mean, his dog cuddles with everyone. But he, yeah, maybe. And you, you, like, you play with them and you guys do the whole. Corey and him wrestle and. Oh, snap. They do things that I'm not as comfortable with because, like, Comet will bite on him and play with him and, like. Right, right. I don't. That's not your thing. Not as much. Okay. He'll bite me if I, like, tease him with his bone. Mm -hmm. But he always bites my fat. (laughs) Like, he always gets, like, my belly fat or something. I'm like, dog. (laughs) Well, at least it's the soft part. He knows what he's doing. It's very sweet. Yeah, but every time he does that, or if he's in the, if we're in the passenger seat and he'll sit on my lap when we're driving <laughs> somewhere, <laughs> he makes it sucks. Like if we're driving somewhere and he's in the, I'm in the passenger seat and he wants to sit on my lap uh-huh. to get up higher to get in the window, he'll like step on my muffin top to get up higher, oh and my I'm always God, like, that's hilarious. 
He punched me in the eye yesterday. Well, I punched him. I punched me with him. I made him punch <laughs> my eye. Did your eye go into his paw? Well, his what paw heck? went into my eye. Okay, so I had his bone. <laughs> <laughs> I was teasing him with his bone. And I tried to, you know how dogs will, like, have a picture with pancake on their head. Or, right, right. I was trying to do that with his bone, but he doesn't like anything oh, on his head. book for you. A pancake book? No, it's this. <laughs> <laughs> a dog book. <laughs> It's this book called Maddie on Things. You know about that book? Uh, I don't think so. You know about that book, Sam. It's this dog named Maddie, and Maddie is basically on top of different things. Oh, it's not things on top of Maddie. No. Uh (laughs) Eyes on top of Maddie. I have seen another dog, I think, on Instagram that has, like, you can say, I'd like to see this on your dog's head. Right, right. And it will hold stuff on his head. Right. Corey lost it. He lost his mind. (laughs) <laughs> Pancake book. No, Out of your mouth. Well, what did, where did that come from? Because we said about a pancake being on his head. <laughs> <laughs> there could be a pancake book. Because I. Because I talked about it. I'll find a pancake book for you. Yeah, there's. Too. Oh, yeah, I'll take it. It's out there. Yeah, there's. Yeah, don't tell me there's no <laughs> pancake book. <laughs> pancake book. It could be shaped like a stack of pancakes, and every page is a different pancake. That's a concept. It is. Great. It See, you made the podcast happen, and now you made the pancake book happen. <laughs> You're an innovator. <laughs> Do you remember oh the first God. joke you ever told? No, I don't. Were you a joke teller or like an actress? I was kind of a jokester. Like I would say funny, sly, slick things would come out of my mouth. Like sarcastic? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of that. Um, mm-hmm. All right. But when did you go, I'm ready to do comedy? Uh, you know, I worked at the Laugh Factory when I first moved out here. I didn't. Yeah, I was behind the scenes, and uh, but you ha- wasn't. You weren't doing comedy yet. Mm-mm. And um, I don't know. I did. The bug just hit me because I was like around it so much, and I went to the comedy store of all places. Yeah, and tried stand up there. Your first time. Yeah, my first time. How'd it was go? Was at the comedy store. It was okay. Yeah. You know, it was an open mic and whatever. Do you remember the first time you bombed? I can't say I remember the first time. I always try to black those moments <laughs> out, but um, yeah. I think talking about your experience where you're like, it's always an experience where it's good because you experience it. Yeah. That's how I felt when I bombed stand-up wise. Yeah. I was so relieved and was happy it happened. And was like, okay, now you I know. You felt it. relief uh, after a bomb? I was like, because I didn't bomb the first couple times. Because I'd also done improv and sketch. And like, I'd been. Okay. So yeah. I had at least. You had like. A, some kind of foundation. Stuff. Yeah, something. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, the first time I bombed, I was like, ah, okay, that's what it feels like. And I that's survived it. it Your soul being sucked out yeah, of you. Yeah, it's fine. I'm alive. Yeah. It's fine. I remember feeling like illness, like physical <laughs> Afterwards? During, after. 
I remember I had a bomb really bad, and I just remember just laying in bed for a minute. Mm, yeah. Fever chills. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I have bombed since, and it made me cry. Like, I've, yeah. it's not like every time I'm like, good for that experience. Like, yeah. But that first time I was fine with it. Yeah. I'm like a, a character out of Boys in the Hood, though. I won't cry, man, especially at the club or oh, wherever not, I am. Yeah, no, I'm no. like sitting there like doughboy sucking it up with my, uh, my bottom lip suck up. <laughs> like I ain't crying. <laughs> Ever? Not even when you get home. That's a different story okay. when I get home. I think mine is driving home where I'm like, what, driving am, what am I doing? Oh, Jesus. What's the point? I'm really? These are the shows I'm doing in front of this? Like, uh, Yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst. It is the worst. But so worth it. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get up again. You're it's always getting up, though. I try. You're really good at it. I'm trying. I don't mean you're good at, obviously, you're very funny and you're <laughs> good comedian, but you're Thank also you. good at dedicating yourself to the craft. I'm trying. This has been a hell of a year. You know, I lost my dad. I caught pneumonia. Aww. And my car is effed up now. But I'm still doing shows, still doing stuff. Well, I don't so. I don't want to encourage you to get a dog, but if you ever need to pet a dog just for the endorphins it provides, you can always come over and pet Comet. Aw, thank you for the offer. And thank you, Comet. <laughs> Appreciate that. I think he needs to go outside. Ah, he's ready for he's his He's ready walk. to go outside, Corey. I'm Look sorry. how he looked at you, Sam. Yeah, he's ready. He he's had like, his last crawl. It's been time. Uh, also, I heard him fart earlier. So oh, my. I'm pretty sure it's also that. <laughs> it's the reality of it. He scares himself with that. He does scare. He often farts. Are they himself. that loud? Sometimes he just, like, I think he doesn't know something's about to come out of his butt. And then it does. And he's like, Bleh! And he, like. My friends, they do, like, the, their dog. Oh, sh sure. Sometimes. Last night. Was that last night, Mom? I don't know. When he dropped one so loud that it woke me. Oh no! It was like an old man. It was like an old man fart. It was loud and long. We were in bed, and I was like, "What the?" It was heard. What does mean? I also once in one week had both of them fart into the fan after, and then it blew right back Yikes. into my face. So that's that's the thing that with marriage and dogs. Oh, man. It was rough. <laughs> double whammy. All there. right, Kim, I'm going to ask you some questions now. Okay. I've been asking questions, but this is an official game okay. that we play called Off cool. the Leash. Okay. So you have to answer without thinking too hard on these. Okay. Oh, Lord. I'm such a thinker, too. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite dog breed and why? Chihuahua. Ooh, a chihuahua. And why? Uh, drop the chalupa. <laughs> Wasn't that a chihuahua? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that dog. Okay. That was so, like, what was that, 2000s? Early 2000s? Yeah. 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 It was cute. That dog was, that was, like, a really famous dog. That was, like, the first boo or bow. Mm -hmm. Boo? Yeah, boo. yeah. Yeah. All right. Good answer. What's Thank your you. favorite dog name? Oh, Emily Maya Mills um, has a dog named um, General Mills. Oh. Love it. That's a good name. 
I have a good General Mills story. Oh no, I'm gonna get sidetracked. I'm sorry. You You're can playing you this can, game. You can, can I tell sure. you the General Mills story? Yeah. So I did the um in San Francisco they did the burrito comedy festival. It was oh, like right. a couple years back. And so me and a couple of other comics stayed at Emily Maya Mills' mom's house in San Francisco. And she had General Mills with her. And so I was sleeping on the couch in the living room and I was going through a lot at the time too, because my dad had been sick and stuff so I'm sleeping and I'm in a sleeping bag and everything and General Mills came and laid with me <gasps> while I was on the couch oh. and you know I, I never had that I never slept with a dog before and oh. so it was really kind of special because I was like going through a lot at the time and I don't know if he sensed it or whatever and then I was totally like okay with it too at first I was awkward you know <laughs> I was like oh lord here comes yeah Awkward, Kim, awkward with the dogs, but um, I was okay with it. And it was funny because I told my mom the story and she told my dad when he was in the hospital and he laughed about it. He was like, he thought it was so Aww. cute. Of yeah. course he felt it. They have a whole other level of connection. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because he was kind of just like milling around me and everything. And he was with Emily and he just came from downstairs and just like hopped up on the couch and yeah. slept with me that night so oh he knew he needed it yeah i love that story yeah but i love his name general mills it's is like, a very good name yeah great what is Fabulous. your favorite dog movie dog movie i'll just say turner and hooch oh i haven't heard that one yet oh okay out of all the people i've asked mm -hmm. you seem disappointed by your answer because I've never seen the whole movie. Oh. <laughs> you said just say yeah, whatever comes to your mind. Yeah, that's still a great dog, though. It's a good dog. Yeah. I wouldn't want that dog in my life, but. Why? Too drooly. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't yeah, that like, like whole part dog. of it, too? I mean, do you want to be slobbered on no, all the time? not at all. Yeah. And it's not just like licking. That dog was. What answer do you get all the time? Like 101 Dalmatians? Not as much as you think. Oh, okay. I think only once have we gotten that one. What's um, a popular one? <laughs> Milo and Otis, but then everyone talks about how abusive the movie was apparently to dogs. Apparently, behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's a big that's one. That's not good. That's a big one we get. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah, we'll have to tally them up at some point to figure out. You should. We're, we're see what people are saying. Yeah, we've had a couple hundred and one Dalmatians, or maybe just one. Just one. Yeah, I think Milo and Otis is a big one. All dogs go to heaven. Yeah, okay. Which is one of my favorite ones. Okay. Which, That's a classic. Yeah. What attribute of yours do you think is the most dog-like? Uh, I would say the loyalty. Hmm. I'm very loyal. I very much believe that. Mm -hmm. Which means you'll come back on our show at some point. You know I will. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Get Kim. some more of this soup. Yeah, eat it. Thanks for having me. Kimberly Clark, maybe someday she'll get a dog. You can find out if she's got a dog by following her on Twitter, at Tribe Called Kim. She's also on Tumblr, also at Tribe Called Kim. She's a tribe called Kim. Go Kimberly Clark. If you want to find out what we're up to, check out twogirlsonepupshow.com. Twitter, at twogirlsonepupshow. Instagram is the same. Or on Facebook, at twogirlsonepup. Uh, as you guys already know about me, I don't have dogs. Um, but I am the mother of two Cabbage Patch dolls. They live in Syracuse, New York. Um, they're living with my mom. They're living with their grandmama. Um... <laughs> One is black and one is white, okay? You guys know about cabbage, you adopt them, okay? I adopted them back in the day, and um, 
they came with birth certificates and they, they come named, okay? So my black Cabbage Patch doll's name is Franny Christina, <laughs> all right? Now the white one, I don't remember her name and that's because you have the option, if you didn't like your Cabbage Patch doll's name, you could write the company and say, hey, I don't like this Cabbage Patch doll's name. I wanna rename her and they'll give you a new birth certificate. So I renamed my white Cabbage Patch doll LaToya Jeanette. <laughs> and I thought that was so progressive of me, you know, as a child. I kept the black one, Franny Christina, and I had a white LaToya. <laughs> I Rachel Dolezal my doll. <laughs> That's what I did. The school I went to, um, well, we had to square dance in uh, <laughs> gym class. <laughs> it was terrible. There were two black kids at my school, me and Keisha. I was also known as Oops, I Thought She Was Keisha. <laughs> it was crazy. I loved it, though. I put together this list. I like being black, so like I do a lot of black stuff. And, um, <laughs> I do, I can't help it. So I put together this list of uh, businesses. They're white businesses and I made them black. So, okay, I hope you guys enjoy them. All right, here it goes. Old Navy Bastard. <laughs> All right. Haagen-Dazs Effects. Um, Bath and Body Twerks. <laughs> Panda, express yourself. <laughs> Drake and Barrel. <laughs> ben and Jerry Curls. <laughs> Afropology. <laughs> this is my last one. Abercrombie and Fiatch. <laughs> Thank you. That's been great. And yay, the Two Girls, One Pup show is turning two or 14 in dog years. That's why it's been so long. Our two-year birthday show is coming up on April 3rd at the Tailwaggers Pet Store in Hollywood. 7 o'clock for the red carpet, paparazzi included. And 7.30 for the show. We have an amazing lineup. Find out more about it on our website and on Facebook. Hope to see you there. We'll have birthday cake. Two Girls, One Pup Pupcast is produced by myself and Sammy Junio and is part of the Hello Lion Face Podcast Network. Additional contributions and Googling by Corey Rittmaster. Our theme music was created by Matthew Lauren Cohen. The Two Girls, One Pup logo was designed by Lindsay McRae and the Pupcast logo was redesigned by Heather Hanford. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, share, review, shout it from the rooftops, howl at the moon, tell people about us. Thanks! Sit, Comet, sit. I said sit. Ugh, don't embarrass me, dog.